The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Events Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to do a deep dive into a somewhat overlooked art of making connections in person, event marketing. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about the technology and strategies behind maximizing the impact of your marketing events as an event creator and attendee. With us today is Brent Turner, who is the SVP of Strategy and Technology at Kramer, which is an agency that delivers experience design, live production, audience management, and strategic event marketing service for global brands. So far this week, we've discussed the growth in the experiential and event marketing industries, some of the technology trends that are happening in the event marketing space, and today we're going to talk about what marketers need to know to optimize their event marketing strategies. Here's the third installment of Event Marketing Week with Brent Turner from Kramer. Brent, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. He just won't go away. (laughs) Well, we're halfway through event marketing week. It's Wednesday, and we're really getting into the meat and potatoes of event marketing, specifically for marketers. For those of you who are just getting into event marketing week, we've talked about the high-level reason why events are important and why building personal relationships matter. We talked about some of the technologies that go into event marketing, and today we're going to focus our attention into what marketers need to consider when they're running and evaluating their events. So I think about this in two ways. One, what's the data that you can collect in an event and how do you evaluate whether it is driving business outcomes? Let's start off by talking about the data that goes into event marketing. Probably the hottest things in the vendor space like we were talking about yesterday with the landscape are the big providers are going end to end with their offerings from social media marketing, event websites, registration collection, on-site registration, tracking, et cetera. That's the gorillas of the C-Vents and the eventries, but the other players like them that are in the space that are saying, let me be your partner, you brand, for your major conferences, trade shows, exhibits, et cetera, because I can help build you an end-to-end solution for collecting data. The other big thing happening this year is a focus on data integration platforms. So you have the Zapiers and the If This Then That 
But you have those platforms which are making it easier than ever for all types of marketers to hook up APIs and stream data to different places. So you can have this large collection of multiple vendors in your space, each generating data and bringing it all together. So at a high level, an interesting thing in 2019 is how much is happening across the tech companies and the aggregator side to help bring and gather data from this end-to-end piece. I will say one of our competitors, I think they're doing a nice job and it's worth noting, it's like competing with Goliath in our own industry, Freeman. Freeman, which does a ton of work with probably every major brand in the world, they recently launched something called Fusion with a Z, F-U-Z-I-O-N. And it's Freeman saying, we have all these great partner relationships that we do across, say, portfolios of events. We need to launch a data integration platform as well, because at our scale, we have the ability to oversee and be tapped into a world of different types of data from different types of sources. So in essence, you got three different players in the event marketing space, all making a case that the 2019 conversation starts to be dominated in the data side of the conversation, needs to start to be focused and dominated by integration from the service providers like Freeman, providing their own big integration platforms, the shops who work in a more cobbled together, purpose-built, smaller players, they're using tools to do data integration to the gorillas in the event tech space like Cvent, offering these beautiful end-to-end, also data integration-centric platforms. So the first part is data collection and data integration. So when you're talking about integration, I just want to try to wrap my head around that. It seems like there's a couple different points of integration. There is what is the throughput of guests I'm inviting and reaching out to coordinate to participate at my event, right? How effective am I at getting the right person to the event? What data do I have on them when they're at the event? And then what is the outcome after the event that I am hoping to drive? Am I missing any other points of the integration spectrum? When you do your own events, you're going to have it down. That is the spectrum. From there, it's slicing and dicing the data so that it's meaningful. The easiest now is, for example, at an event, RFID tracking off of badges. There's a tech that's been around for 10 years. What sessions do you go to? How long were you here? Where were you dwelling? The question starts to become, and you look at that spectrum, what am I going to do with that data? So the next round of reporting and analysis and the conversation that is starting to happen, and again, to be clear, I don't want to overgeneralize, but now that data is easier than ever to collect and then integrate, well, you got a ton of data and you have it across a spectrum. How do you actually make it actionable? And that's not a clear answer for all brands. And as an industry, we're all trying to figure out what the heck are we going to do with all this data? A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. 
But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So that actually gets into the second part of the conversation, which is about the business outcomes. What advice do you have for event marketers as they're thinking about going from invite to attendance to experience to revenue on the back end or whatever the end outcome is of your event? How do you think about collecting and using the data in an appropriate way to drive the right business outcome? There's two sides to that that come to mind for me. The first is business outcomes are usually classic and still, you can say the funnel's dead. We all know the funnel's dead, but it's the simple funnel velocity, traction, and engagement. If you can look at your events and the people who are prospects, the people who were brand new to you, top of funnel, they come by your trade show booth, they register for your VIP tour. There's a set of metrics there. And as you work your way all the way through the funnel to conversion, and then especially in this day and age, in where my clients are mostly focused, which is the B2B space, events as, as we talked about on the Monday episode, events, in my perspective, are beneficial for driving culture, community. And in, what does that mean for businesses? That means retention, alignment, fans, ambassadors, referrals, recommendations, those kind of things. So each step in part one of this as a business outcome, each step of the funnel, depending on what your analysis is trying to do, you have a certain set of metrics. But the piece as, as an agency that focuses on your brand experience, on your live moment, the big metrics that come for me are you're spending a lot of this money on those factors of why do people go to an event, the networking, the content, and the experience. And the best dashboards that I'm proud of seeing our teams create are ones that help the client align to those three points of why did an attendee come to the event. So I think that my big takeaway here is there is a swath of data that can be collected during events, not only your event registration funnel, invite to engagement, to registration, to attendance. You want to use the data to help your prospects have the type of experience that they want. And that gets into some of the technology of having somebody walk in and recognizing their face and point them in the right direction or understanding what tracks that they're following to try to present them with the right content. At the end of the day, doing the end-to-end tracking of we invited this person to the event, did they attend, and then did it drive revenue is the holy grail of the event, but it's not necessarily that simple. You're saying that there's also a referral model and the influencer model that comes into play here where you are trying to build influence by building relationships at events as well. 
you just said this perfectly. If I'm sitting with a CMO, a CEO, and they're saying, we just invested a million dollars, could be 10 million, could be a hundred million as you scale the brands, right? But if we invested a million dollars in this event, what did it do for me? And then that's where there's some data analysts, some data scientists sitting there crunching numbers and looking at the funnel and dealing with this whole game of multi-touch, multivariate funnels and multi-touch funnels and causation versus correlation. And which, by the way, to what we were just talking about, integrating data from your events and building out customer profiles based on content they like and tying all the different things that an event and that immersive experience your prospect, customer, attendee just basically provided you through the end-to-end cycle of your event and filling that in and adding that into your customer profiles and your internal reporting metrics that's a holy grail for data scientists. It adds more context, more profile. They love that. But then the other side, that CEO, that CMO is very sometimes as human as, did I create a good product? My brand is a series of, if you're a physical product company, CPG to XYZ, we think of the things that we make as having a representation of our brand. And that event is a quote unquote product for many companies. And let's just measure that. Would you refer in NPS it as simple as I just attended a MarTech podcast event meetup. And the simple question on the way out, would I recommend this to a friend to go to this event in the future? And that tells you if the product in your own world, say that event is good or not. And there's a lot more data points, obviously, but inside that are many things that measure is my brand, is my business getting value out of creating events? So again, sitting with a CMO, a CEO, anybody on a client brand side, it's two conversations. Am I driving business outcomes and am I working with your team on all the channels and all your points in the funnel? But it's also, do I have the data to tell me that this quote unquote product, which is that live experience I created, is doing what I needed to do as its own thing? Is it helping our business overall? And by the way, do people love it? And if they do, it's only going to help the first side, which is driving business outcomes. Yeah, I think I'll add in a third bucket there, which is the qualitative, not quantitative data that you can collect. You have the ability at a live event to talk to your customers and ask them questions that they might not necessarily answer in a digital format. And this goes into some of the marketing strategies for doing brand development that I apply in my consulting practice is one of the secrets to understanding what marketing channels you should apply and what your marketing message should be is going and talking to your customers and asking them how they think about your products, how they think about your services, what are the problems that you're trying to solve. And being in front of them in person is the best way to get that information. So there is another component of data that is not necessarily qualitative, but quantitative that can be collected through your events as well. Wish I added that myself because you see product companies, we just did a massive user conference for a company that makes CAD software. Their users are going to workshops, getting skills development and the product teams, the real product teams, the software teams, the product managers, to your exact point, they're hearing, they're seeing, they're watching their customers use their software in this case, and they're getting a ton of value for their business from those conversations. So perfectly said. Yeah, not necessarily just a marketing challenge, also something that can affect your product, your engineering teams as well. Lots to consider in terms of the value for marketers for doing events, talking about what data can be collected and how to evaluate the business outcome of events. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast.
Thanks to Brent Turner from Kramer for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Brett's tips for building an effective event marketing strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how you should decide what events you should or shouldn't attend. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Brett, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Brent, R-T, B-E-R-E-N-R-T, or you could visit his company's website, which is Kramer.com, C-R-A-M-E-R.com. A couple of follow-up links in our show notes to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for all of our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you, so we created benjshap.com question, where you can send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to part two of our conversation with Brett Turner, SVP of Strategy and Technology at Kramer, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. If you prefer to have our content delivered to your inbox, we also have a once a week newsletter with links to the audio players, episode summaries, and contact information for all of our guests. To subscribe, go to benjshap.com newsletter. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.